Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello you and you and you, but no, not you. Uh, Welcome to another Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for everyone of all ages from... Two. I'm Tiernan and that's right, here in the UK it is fireworks night this week, which is when we all remember Guy Fawkes, who I think uh, was the brother of Gal Knives and child of Dad Spoons and Mum Sporks, probably. I've not really looked that bit up. And what I do know is that every year, hang on, uh, what's that rhyme again? Uh, remember, remember the shopping centre. No, hang on. Uh, re- remember, um, remember, remember your grown-ups bad temper. No, hang on. That's not it. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Remember, remember 5th of November. And that's what you have to remember, because if you don't remember, then you have to do fireworks on a different night, which lots of places do because they forget and no one seems to mind. So I'm actually not really sure what the problem is. But on that date, at some point in the past, not like really far back in the past when there were dinosaurs more recently than that. No, not last week, like some point in between dinosaurs and last week Guy Fawkes failed to blow up the Houses of Parliament and now every year we're really mean and we set off fireworks ourselves as if to say ha ha you couldn't do it but we can wave a sparkler in the park and I'm only six feels a bit unfair to me I mean really we should all fail to do fireworks as well to remember Guy Fawkes but I suppose you do sometimes get to have a baked potato that's quite nice I've got no idea if Guy Fawkes got to eat a baked potato though Actually, I suppose as it gets colder, you should really have a jersey potato, shouldn't you? And then a jacket potato. And then you should only have them when you go outside or you won't feel the benefit. If you are doing fireworks, um, then you shouldn't because your children and fireworks are just for your exasperated spam flumps. Sorry, grown-ups. It's for them to get wrong and they have to do all the safety things like stand in a bucket of water before lighting one and never point fireworks at anyone or in fact light them at all and maybe just throw them away and eat a potato. It's lots and lots of fun. Obviously, if you have pets, you also have to keep them indoors. Otherwise, they'll want to light fireworks as well. And then it's awful because the cats try to aim them at the dogs. Dogs try to aim them at the squirrels. And look, it all gets very scary. So it's just best not to let them out at all. Um, All the fireworks have different names too. Uh, There's the rocket because you put it in salads. And then there's the Catherine wheel, which you have to take first from Catherine's bicycle. And she always gets really angry about that. And then there's the fountain, which is wet. And so it won't light and it is rubbish. It's all very exciting. If you're elsewhere around the world, um, I know you might be doing fireworks this week for Diwali, which is the Festival of Lights. Um, I know that's happening this week. I love that it's called Festival of Lights. And then you eat loads and loads of tasty food, so that it becomes a Festival of Heavies. Um, or in uh, America, you might have fireworks at Thanksgiving at the end of the month, which is where you give each other thanks. So the rest of the year, you've got all the thankses saved up to use when you need them. It's really awful if you run out of thanks too many months before Thanksgiving, and then someone does something nice for you, and you just look rude because you can't say anything. 
So, yeah, it's really important to save your thanks. Um, I hope if you are going to see fireworks for whatever celebration it's for, that you dress up warm, even if it's really warm where you are. In fact, if it's really, really warm where you are, dress up even warmer with at least two or three hats. Uh, and also make sure you stay safe and that you eat at least one potato, uh, if not two, even if you don't like them. In fact, you have to eat more if you don't like them. I'm pretty sure those are the rules. Um, thanks again for all your questions, emails and amazing reviews of this podcast. Uh, big thanks to Krista, whose review I only just found on Audible that you did months and months and months ago. Thank you for that. Um, also to Piggy Detective, who gave us a farting duck. Uh, and wow, that farting duck is doing a lot of farts. It's sort of like a fart train. I think there's about 30 farts coming from that duck. So I can only assume the duck was propelled for miles by that. Thank you. I think that means you like the show, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, thanks also to Rufugufavi, who gave this show 12 farting rhinos followed by a sick face, which I think may be the kindest thing anyone's ever said about anything we've ever done here at Comedy Club for Kids HQ. And um, also to Charlotte, who kindly reviewed us one farting gorilla and said that she is in the US, but still loves the show and our accents. Um, thanks, Charlotte. Uh, you are, it is okay for you to like the show if you're in the US or in fact any other part of the world. You can like the show wherever you are, even if you're in space, that is fine. So I'm glad that you still like the show, even though you're in the US, Charlotte. Um, also, Charlotte, I don't want to be rude, but I think you must be mistaken because I don't have an accent. I don't have an accent at all. Like I say Bath, like Bath, which is how someone with no accent would say it, right? Whereas like you're in America, so you'd probably say Bath or Bath or Bath or Bath. I don't know. I, I know people in America have American accents, but here at Comedy Club for Kids HQ, I think we just have bad sense from all the farting animals that you've given us. Oh, I wish I had an accent. I think I'd quite like to sound like I was from the moon. Like, I think if you're from the moon, then say if you said Bath, which I say without an accent, then I think you'd say it like, Bath. Is that, is that how people from the moon? I just imagine everything on the moon sounds like it's sort of really spaced out. It'd probably sound like that. Uh, also, I received this amazing email this week. Now, you might remember uh, from last week's show, the superb surreal joke that was sent in by Ridley. Um, well, his sister has been in touch with her own joke, too. And I'm going to read this whole email to you. Right. Hi, I am Ridley's little sister. I shouldn't say I'm not Ridley's little sister. I'm reading this. This is from Ridley's little sister. Don't think I'm now Ridley's little sister. That'd be really weird. So I am Ridley's little sister, Tenar. You say my name as in what you say when you're revealing a really special surprise, like a ginormous marshmallow. Ta-da! But with an N instead of a D. Tenar, that is such a brilliant name. And I do hope that that is how you always say it. Tenar! Um, I am a five-year-old girl. Again, I'm, I'm reading the letter now. I'm not a five-year-old girl. That Again, that would be... I'd have a really deep voice for a five-year-old girl, but still no accent. I don't have an accent. Um, it says, I am a five-year-old girl. I was so excited that my brother's joke about Sir Real was on the show that I wanted to share my joke with you. It goes like this. Question. What do you call a pig without a nose? Answer. A trampoline. That's all. Thanks. Tenar! Ah, oh, well, Tenar, that is such a great name. Tenar, I hope you shout it like that every single time you enter the room. That's what you should do. Every time you walk in the door, you just go, Tenar. Um, thank you for your truly very, very, very funny joke that made me laugh until I fell over. Um, and don't forget, if you lot out there, yes, you lot with the accents and variety of farting animals, if you'd like to send in a question for the show, do get your exasperated spam flumps, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. And now for this week's word fireworks. I'm not sure that actually works because a word fireworks would just be someone going, wee, and I think that might get boring after 30, but it's fun for a little bit, isn't it? Wee, like that's fun now, but in 30 minutes time, you'd probably be quite bored. Anyway, uh, instead, here is your questions answered by our brilliant question answer. 
Joining me today on the podcast is the very funny Essex Sears, a.k.a. Essex Sears, recognised friend of crickets and bears. I have to mispronounce that for that to work, but it's genuinely one of your titles. A professional gatherer of things carelessly dropped by people going upside down on roller coasters. Um, Essex, the world's only uh, top accordion destroyer. And of course, as all the listeners will know you, are the only person on the planet who's never seen a horse because you absolutely refuse to look at one. Uh, how are you doing? So it's quite a list. I, 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 you had such a list of accolades to go through. And I, I mean, those were the ones I picked, but it's still quite a mouthful. <laughs> and they're all true. Every mm. single one of them. I, yeah, it's not that I don't like horses. I just, I cannot look them in the eye. Um, mm. Also, it's very hard to look a horse in the eyes because they're on either sides of their heads. So you couldn't really look at yes. one at a time. And it's 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 too much hard work. Is it, am I correct in thinking you've got special glasses with a horse like shape in them so that if you do see a horse, you can't like they're blocked out? Is that am I right in thinking that? Yeah. So so there's a there's a horse painted on the glasses. So I can see the, the horse that's on the glasses, but not the actual real life horse. And that sure. is how I like to live my life day to day. I think I mean I think that's very sensible. Why why ruin it if you're very happy avoiding horses? Yeah. It's why quite ruin it by seeing a horse. Yeah, and and also because I and I had to invest in these glasses because I live in the countryside and I, you mm. can't move for horses. There's a horse around every corner. So I'm wearing these glasses every day. Uh, do you does that cause if there's a horse on every corner, which I understand they have to do for sort of it's you know part of the law isn't it and traffic sort of mm-hmm. safety measures you have to have a horse every corner so that people know where the corners are and yeah I, I do get That's that it. but is does that make your life quite difficult having to avoid them in such a way it does a bit because you know there's nothing nicer than patting a horse there's something quite mm. satisfactory about slapping the side of a horse and they do smell quite nice as well so the temptation is there but the glasses kind of keep me away from temptation. Um, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, but I, I, I like that, you know, you're dedicated. And I think that's something that everyone, all the listeners this podcast should really respect when someone's got something they, they're just, they're dedicated at doing. Yeah. And you've been doing it for years now, haven't you? So. I have, yes. And everyone around me has to respect it because it's my choice yeah. um, and they just have to deal with it. I mean, they can look at the, ho- at the horse if they want. I'm not stopping other people from looking at the horse, um, but I, I can't, I cannot yeah. Um, then, yeah, I, I, I heard you saying about um, collecting things that people have dropped from a roller coaster. I mean, my I, you yeah. can't move. Like my spare room is just full of stuff I've collected from people on oh, roller right. coasters. Um, I mean, you're talking sweets, jewelry, mm-hmm. cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Even, st- even still today, because th- I should just say for listeners who are hearing this, a cassette tape, um, it was like an MP3 you could fix with a pencil. Yeah. I think that's how you might describe <laughs> it. Yes. It's like a streaming, it's like streaming music, but in a box yeah. that sometimes you'd have to fix with a pencil. I think that might be how. I think so, it. because there, there was a ribbon inside it that would wind mm. around and the music was imprinted on the ribbon and that ribbon would sometimes try and escape from the plastic casing and you'd have to prise it back in with a pencil. Um, yes, I mean, the, yes, st- the stuff we went strange through. Strange use of a ribbon as well, because, you know, yeah. people often have ribbons in their hair mm-hmm. or, you know, but you, you couldn't just sort of take that off and play music on it. It was a, it was a very unusual thing. It was very unusual. So yeah, cassettes, I think maybe people have just left them in their pockets from the eighties mm. and have forgotten that they're in their pockets and then they go to the fair and then it sure. drops out. So uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to get a good haul 
at the fair. And can I ask then, because you've got a whole room full of, which again, you know, it's something that obviously the listeners will know about you from in that you are the person that collects it. You collect probably more than anyone else. What's the most unusual thing that you've collected that someone's dropped while maybe doing a corkscrew or going a full loop the loop? Most unusual thing was a teapot. Oh, wow. Yeah. And not a small wow. one, not a miniature teapot, not a teapot mm. for a doll's house, but a full size teapot with tea bags inside. Amazing, but no hot water. No hot water. No, no. And they're still in there. I haven't I haven't brewed mm. any tea from that pot. I thought I'd keep it as it was. Um, yeah, important to preserve it how, yeah. how it was. But I, I see, I feel like I could under that. I mean, you say it's weird, but I feel like there are times I've been on a roller coaster and it's been quite scary. And I thought, do you know what would calm my nerves? Lovely cup of tea. You're right. Maybe that's, yeah. oh. But I don't know where the hot water, I, I'm slightly worried as to where the hot water went. That's true. You know, when you sometimes, oh no, that I was going to say, when you sweat, when you're scared and you have a cold sweat, but a cold sweat won't help brew tea bags because you need hot water no. so hot sweat unless do you think they're making iced tea oh maybe actually do you know what because the fair i got the teapot from it was a pleasure fair that's that was like next door to a beach and it was summer right. so maybe it was a cold brew tea they were trying to make and now i'm worried because they they obviously lost the teapot and i took the teapot and maybe they're still on the roller coaster feeling quite scared because, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Oh no. But how do you return it? Because you only collect it when they're upside down. To return it, you'd have yeah. to climb. You'd have to get a very big ladder, or you'd have to sort of throw it at the right moment so they could catch it. I know. And loop. I mean, it's very tricky. I'm too lazy for that. I'm not going to do that. I'll, I no, will. I will live with the guilt. That's fine. That's fair. I do. I there's, there's many things I admire about you, but I love the fact that you and I really admire that you will have special glasses to avoid horses, but you can't be bothered to throw a teapot at someone on a roller coaster, which I should just say to this is please don't throw teapots at people on roller coasters unless they are asking for a teapot to have. Throw. I mean, it's a very it's a very look, it's, it's a very delicate area. And this is why I'm talking to a professional like yourself. Yes. Uh, on today's show. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe at the end of this, give out my email. And if, if people have any queries around the legislation to do with throwing teapots at roller coasters then they can email me that's fine yes that's a bit i should just check that is only you know it's country because obviously you're in wales and, and mm -hmm. you know and people listen to this all around the world there it's, it's different laws in different places <sighs> that may get you know i mean especially in america they don't really i don't know if they even have a teapot in america i don't even know if they've heard of a, a, a tea i mean it's it's a letter of the alphabet for them well, and if they try and eat yeah. that, then they can't spell certain words. So it all becomes very messy. You know, so I just want to, I don't want you to get bombarded by emails and then you give the wrong advice. And then they've, they're throwing the letter T at people on a rodeo and suddenly, you know, it's on the news. It's a minefield. Yeah, I, I don't, and I, is, yeah. I would quite like to be famous worldwide, but not for that. No. Not for giving no. out bad teapot advice. Yeah, no. I, I agree. I'm just looking out for you here. I just Thank you. Know, you. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So when it's get uh, risky. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, how are you? are you? Apart from all the horse dodging, the, the roller coaster collecting, um, being friends with crickets a bit. I mean, basically all the things that you do. Uh, are you well? Are you doing OK? I'm good. Right this moment, my face is hungry. Does that oh. make sense? So so the rest of my body is fine. So my arms and my legs and my belly, they're all pretty full. But my face is hungry. And I don't know what to do about that because my face is also quite noisy. 
So if I'm hungry, like, it will just complain about it. Whereas, because if I my see. if my elbow's hungry, it can't make a noise about it, so it's easy to ignore. But when my face is hungry, I can make a noise of oh, it's it's a nightmare, absolute nightmare. That's, I, that is really difficult. So what do you? How do you just? feed a face but nowhere else do you have to store things in your cheeks like a hamster or do you sort of like push crisps up your nose it's it's a bit of everything to be honest i mean you have to keep mm. one hole open for breathing obviously oh, yeah, um of course, of course, yeah. and you're very lucky if you can breathe through your ears because that means then you've got more holes to play with um but yeah it, it's it's hard because like my, my belly doesn't want any more food so I guess maybe what I should have is some kind of netting system at the back of my throat. So mm. I could eat, but then it would catch the food at the back. Mm. And then maybe we could have some kind of shoot going out the back of my head for all the, the discarded food that the belly yeah, won't Yeah, but it'd want. be quite handy if you had a little net and then when mm. your stomach did get hungry, you could like release the <gasps> net and it drops it down and then yes. you can eat at different times depending on That's true. what's hungry at yeah, what's what's your like preferred like if your face is hungry, what do you what's your preferred kind of food to feed it with that's just for face? Um cakes with the with a face on them. So Oh yeah. You know, so it, it can be a cupcake, it can be a massive big like celebration cake, but it has to have a face on it. I mean, the face wants to eat a face. It's it's all very I mean, I don't know how I get any work done between the horses and the yeah. roller coasters and making sure that I have a supply of cake. And netting. It's, yeah. It's a, do you have? I'm just. I'm just going to list some things here. Jelly babies. Do you just bite the heads off? Yes. Does that yeah. help? Yeah. Yeah. Smiley potato shapes. Are they good? Bad? They go straight in. Yeah. They go straight, straight in. Straight in the That's mouth. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. What about? Um, what about? Like, have you ever seen a sad bow bun? Oh yes, I have. Well, it depends. If my face is sad, then yeah, it 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 will eat mm. a sad bow bun. But otherwise, I mean, try, try and keep it light. Try and keep it light and, and happy. That's fair. That's fair. I, I can totally respect that. I, I, I should I should say, you know, um, this feels a bit unfair because your face is hungry and I don't want to sort of be mm. mean to your face, or, you know, taunt it with the idea of food. But I am in the complete opposite where I've eaten so much today that I I can't really move. Like, have you ever had that? I've just eaten. I went. I went to see. Um, we went to see family, and they just fed and fed and fed us until I. I think. I think I'm worried that if I need to go anywhere now, I have to be rolled there yes. or like pushed there by someone else. Yeah, I find that what you need to do is if I ever go and you know see family or we go out for a meal, I I tend to always eat too much, and mm. so to preempt this, I always put a ramp out. By the front door ready for my return ah, so then it's so easy good. for people to push me back up into the house because we've been caught out before and then you know the kids have to get some ropes and try yeah. and sort out some kind of pulley system but it, it never really works because we, we've never got that length of rope um yes, yeah. so that yeah the ramp comes out ready for my return Oh, you've that's yeah. you just you plan all these things so well. I'm really impressed. I didn't I didn't have a ramp and I just sort of had to like uh, very slowly crawl up the stairs. It was oh. very it's been quite a difficult day actually, and yeah. and it did make me think maybe I shouldn't eat so much that I then feel sick and like I've turned completely into sort of a, a solid lump of wood. No, that's I, no, I, I no, did, no. Because it was that's lovely, that's nonsense. You know. No, because you shouldn't think. Let's not eat as much. Always invest in a ramp. 
that's the yeah that's it just get a ramp that's good yeah. but then who do you get because you were saying that obviously your your kids you know can't quite sort of push you it who mm. do you get to push you up the ramp have you are there local people who will do this because I, I don't know anyone in my area that that I could enlist to help out so uh, my neighbors Sue and Nigel they 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 might help maybe if I've got some leftover cake in the house they might come over oh, and then I could give them some yes yeah. but then it's a vicious circle because then maybe they'll eat too much cake and then who's who's rolling them home oh no it's a vicious That's, circle wow Mm. That is a vicious circle. It's, it's, it's all these things have to work. And it, you know, again, the kids listening to this, they don't have to worry about it. They seem to just eat and then they can run around and climb oh, a thing. And yeah. I don't know, like do all the things, you know, just chase each other and play computer. And whereas whereas I eat and then I'm like, oh, well, that's me for today. I'd better just sit here quietly until yeah, until it's tomorrow. I, I think I've had uh, a stitch since 1986. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's tricky as stitch. I've never understood stitch as well because when people are knitting, they they get a stitch or they drop a stitch, and they then sometimes do. when you eat, you get a stitch. Is that the stitch that someone's dropped when they've <gasps> if, they, if they drop one when they're knitting, and then you get one while you're eating because maybe you've accidentally picked it up? And I'm, I'm just yeah. I wonder if there's a connection there. I've never thought about that, but yes, maybe if someone in the nearby village was knitting mm. of an afternoon and then they dropped a stitch and then that has to pass on to someone. And if you're not a knitter, then maybe, yeah, maybe you get it in the, in the side of the stomach. Oh no. Wow. People need to stop knitting. Yeah. yeah. I think that could really help actually. Mm. Um, it could really help. Definitely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's also at the same time though, knitting is probably quite helpful for making the ropes to help get you up a ramp. So, you know, it's, it's, there's, uh, yeah, like you say, it's all these things. It's vicious circles, yeah. and we just all need to be considerate of. Uh, That's true. Of, yeah, of doing these things, I suppose. It's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But I'm, I'm sorry about your, your, your hungry face. And I, uh, you know, I, I hope either by the end of us talking, maybe today's question will f- sort of fill your face with, with such joy. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Or are you just going to snack while we talk? I might. Well, yeah, I could snack, couldn't I? What, what would I yeah. snack on? Maybe, um. Maybe a whole roast chicken. Snack a whole roast chicken. <laughs> I think that's the perfect sort of yeah. like snack to have while doing a podcast. I don't yeah. think anyone listening would be able to tell if you ate a whole roast chicken. Not at all. You would not be able to hear me. Is the only yeah because it's quite slimy because a, a roast chicken mm. is always quite oily and quite slimy, and that's the perfect consistency for eating quietly. Because you can just slip yeah. stuff into your mouth then without people realizing. Yeah. Whereas if you're trying to put, um, I don't know, a handful of watsits into your mouth, then yes. everyone's going to hear that. But if you're, if it's a slippery piece of chicken breast, no, no one's going to be any the wiser. That's true. And also the other problem with watsits is then, like, even if you only have one, you are entirely covered in watsit orange crisp dust. Yeah. And then you, everything you touch turns into orange crisp dust. And then all the listeners will hear when they listen to this is orange crisp dust, orange crisp dust. And it's it's just, you know, it's really, they're quite dangerous, actually, watsits and, and Cheetos and all those sort of yeah. cheesy puff. It's the biggest things. giveaway, isn't it? You, you can't, like, sneakily eat any of those snacks mm. because of the dust, the orange dust. And I've often thought that, you know, um, for example, you know, the crown jewels mm. in the Tower of London. I think they should cover that in Cheeto or Watted dust, because then if someone yeah. steals them, you'd be able to find them quite easily, wouldn't you? Just follow the trail of the orange fingerprints. 
I'm pretty sure that's where the phrase caught red-handed comes <gasps> from. Yes. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's because if you catch someone red-handed, it's because they've they're covered in in sort of cheesy uh, crisp dust and they've and they've stolen something that was protected by it. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure that is. I'm sure, like, if listeners want to look up the history of Court Red Hand, I'm certain that is... I'm pretty I'm, sure, I'm pretty yeah. Sure if if anyone yeah. listening is about to to do their GCSEs, I'd definitely use that as an answer. It doesn't matter what the question is. Just just put that down yeah. on a piece of paper and, and they'll give right. you bonus... I, I can, I can yeah. guarantee it right now. It's definitely right. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get bonus great. marks in your GCSEs for that. Absolutely. Especially if you also leave crisp, like, sort of cheesy puff crisp marks all over the papers... Maybe yes. sort of rub, just so it shows that you've done the research as well. Definitely. Maybe write it in cheesy <gasps> puff marks. Like they, yes. They say, yes. Yeah. And if you get a bit peckish during the exam, just have a little lick of the, the paper. Oh, it's really good, actually. Yeah. They all exams like that. They should have done my exams in <laughs> cheesy crisp puff marks. I think I'd have enjoyed them a lot more. A lot more. Wow. Well, brilliant. Uh, thank. I'm, I'm glad you're right apart from your face, obviously. And, and um, I, you know... I've got I've got a really important question to ask. It's the reason we've got you on the podcast today. But before that, um, as as you're probably aware, I hope you're aware, this is an audio podcast. It's for people to listen to with their ears, unless of course they're eating with their ears because their face is hungry. And then I don't know, maybe they're listening to it with their nose. It depends on what they've. I don't know. I don't know what situation they've got going on with with face hunger. But they um, hopefully will be listening to this somehow. And I just wondered if you've got a favourite noise that you can give us because this is an audio show. My favourite noise, and I, I will um, I will do it, uh, but I'll explain it first. It's the okay. sound of a sheep coughing. <laughs> wow, okay. It is my absolute favourite noise of anything in the whole wide world. And if you've never heard a sheep coughing, right, if you have a granddad or an elderly uncle, and you've heard them cough. It's like that, but coming wow. from a sheep. And it's the best. So sometimes, you know, I'll be in the bathroom in the morning having a shower and the window will be open and there's a field behind our house and it's got sheep in. And one of them will start coughing and I'll just be laughing to myself in the shower. And it goes, it goes something like this. <coughs> <coughs> And it's a shame, I think, that this isn't visual as well, because I'm pretty sure my my face looks exactly like amazing. that of a sheep. Yeah, it was it was you, you did a rather amazing impression and it didn't look hungry for a second as well, which is, is very impressive. Right. Um, I, I just I mean, I have never seen a sheep cough. I, I've seen a sheep before. I don't have any special glasses. That means I avoid them or anything. So I've Good. seen them before. Um, I, what do they cough on? Because they just eat grass, don't they? Is, I thought I would have thought grass would be quite. But then, right, for not coughing. But you know what grass is called? They're called blades, blades of grass. Oh, of course. So they're like razor blades. So imagine chewing and swallowing razor blades all day. I mean, you you will cough yeah. from time to time. I imagine. That's fair, and it's mm. going to be a cough like that. I mean, that is in that is incredible. I was part of me was hoping that they're sort of. I don't know, eating too many cheese puffs or um, smoking a pipe. One of those things that's, you know, when we don't know what sheep are up to, but that I may, think you're, but you're the, right, blades of grass. But then maybe when you get like an orange sweater, maybe that's a sheep that's been eating what's it? Oh my goodness. Isn't it? That's how you get orange sweaters. 
or an orange scarf. That must be, I never thought of that because mm. there's often you get wool in lots of different colours and if only that yeah. that must be down to what they've been eating at the time. I reckon. I'll ask them tomorrow. I'll go, I'll go after my shower tomorrow. I'll go into the field and I'll ask them. That sounds great. Well, I mean, thank you. That that could you could you just do it once more because that is amazing. <coughs> thank thank you. That is a truly brilliant noise. Wow, there you go, a sheep coughing. I don't think I've ever heard that, and, and now I, I I really hope I hear it in in the wild, as it were, in the not the sheep necessarily in the wild, but you know you'll be listening out for it now, though. You know you'll be out for a drive mm. in the countryside, and you you'll deliberately have your all your windows down in the car now, just in case you happen Absolutely. upon a sheep coughing. I mean, I worry I've heard it, and I assumed it was someone's uncle. Uh, that's probably the mistake I've yeah. made. But I won't make that mistake ever again. I'll know it's a sheep coughing. Um, amazing. Well, thank you. That was a truly incredible noise. I think absolute first for this show. Um, and also the other thing I have to ask is obviously this is a family friendly show. It's suitable for people of all possible ages that you could ever think. Think of an age. Go and think of an age. Seven. Yeah, suitable for that age. Yeah. Think of another one. Uh, 500. Yeah, that one as well. It's like suitable for everyone. It's basically, it's whatever you'd have, there's really not one that you could have said that. I mean, 102, maybe it's a bit iffy, but everything else is, is suitable for. So just to make sure that you're going to be safe for all ears of all ages, again, unless they've got snacks in, I just wondered if you can, you know, tell me a rude word that you definitely won't be saying during this. Oh, show. Um, I mean, there is one particular rude word that I definitely will not be saying, and that's fruchnev. <gasps> oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I said it. Wow. Yeah, so so what is um frothnev? Frothnev. I mean, I, sa- I said it again. Um, yeah. I I cannot tell you what it means because it's even worse than the word itself. But if we have any uh, any Welsh speaking listeners, they they will have turned off by now because they will be so disgusted wow. by that word. Yeah, it's a Welsh word. Um, that wow. I... it's got a lovely. I mean, it it is an it is an awful word, and and I thank you for not saying. But at the same time, it it's got a it's got a lovely sound to it. So Fruchnev. 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 Mm. Yeah. So I, I won't say I won't say it. As no, well. don't I say, say it. it. I won't be don't saying say that word as as well as you. But that is, and I I'd like to thank you as well for not being rude in two languages at once, which is is very impressive. It's quite hard to not be rude mm. in in because when when you can speak two languages. You you want to be rude in both mm. at all times, so it's yes, of course, yeah. yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's a full time job. Yeah, it must be. I mean, mm. I, I can appreciate that being you can be double rude, which is really yes. exciting. Yeah, and if anything, I'd almost think that cancels out the rudeness because if you're rude, that's rude. But if you're double rude, it's almost like impressive. So yes, you know, it's probably okay. But you know, but still, I, I appreciate you not. I won't. I won't test it out just in case. Just in case I'm arrested. Thank you. Thank yes, you very much. And I really, no. really appreciate that. Right. Uh, right. So uh, we've got this. This is the question I have I have asked you here for this because I know this is your question. I, I feel like this was written for you. I feel like the, the listener must have known you're coming on the show. <laughs> and uh, this is from Bodwin, who is aged nine. Uh, it doesn't say nine what. So I assume oh. years could be minutes, could be uh, decades. It could be. Um, you know, I don't know, nine cheeses. We don't know, but I mean, it, it says yeah, it, it might be good a good time to tell your listeners to be more specific. Mm. You can't just yeah. be writing numbers down without explaining what they're for. No, I mean, I also always have the worry someone puts age nine, were they writing it upside down? Do they mean six? Oh, you know? Yeah. And I don't know for sure. 
so it's it's it'll be good to have some clarification on that obviously yeah i don't know anything else about bodwin i just know they're aged nine something and you know, yeah that's uh yeah do do better next time bodwin do better. Yeah, do better, Bodrin. <laughs> and uh, Bodrin's question. And I mean, this is a, this is an important... I sort of wonder why we aren't asking this every day or all around the world. Bodwin asks, hi. It's a nice start. It's a nice start to start with hi. My question is, what is the deal with socks? Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Okay. Is it? Define socks. What would you say is a sock? Like a sort of, like a mask for your foot, right? Okay. Or like a like a like a sleeping bag for your foot, isn't like it? A it's sleeping sort of like bag, a... yes. Yeah. Like a sleep. So yeah. So um, knee high socks are winter sleeping bags. You know the ones you would mm. take up with you to Mount Everest, for example. Mm. And then maybe the ankle ankle ones that you wear with trainers. Maybe they're for the they're like summertime camping. Um, yeah, they're sort of like almost like a pillowcase, though, aren't they? Because they don't really yeah. do no. very. They're not very good, and they're they always not. slip down. They're really, yeah, they're really annoying. Are they there yeah. or are they not? That, that's yeah, because at yeah. least with a knee high sock, you know it's there. You know it's there to do a job. Yeah. Whereas an ankle sock, sock it's, it's like, like you are you up yeah. or down? You know, I, yeah. I need to know. I feel like it's not trying. It's not yeah. trying. It doesn't really want to be a sock. No. It's like I want to be a toe thimble or I want to be a toe hat maybe. Yeah. It doesn't want to be a, it doesn't I feel like it's it's letting you down. It doesn't do the job properly. No. Yeah. And and your ankles are cold constantly with mm. those things. So um yeah, what is the deal with socks? This is a very good question. Um I mean, I feel if we didn't have socks, we couldn't have sock puppets. Oh. Could we? And the, oh my goodness! And the sock puppet is very important to me um, because it's it's the only way my kids have gone to bed for the last eight years um, by me pretending <laughs> to be the sock monster. What would I have right. done without the sock? Oh, you just had you just had your hand, and they they just said, "Why are you waving your hand around?" They would have laughed and at me in yeah, pity, which is. Yeah, it, it doesn't look it doesn't look right just waving a hand around and talking with a hand, does it? When when it could have no. a sock on it. Yeah, and also but it, it's, but it's, it's a... interesting because I was I was just gonna say it's interesting because we've said that you know a sock is we've said what is it for? It's for your feet. Mm -hmm. But here you are proving it's not for your feet. It's, it's your hand. not. Yes, because without the sock on my hand, it's a naked puppet, mm. and naked puppets aren't suitable for any age group. No, no, very, very weird, and and cold as well. They don't, they often don't want to be a puppet because they're like, well, I'm naked. I'm embarrassed. I'm too embarrassed yeah, to do like a hilarious, silly story or a song. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Um, yeah. So, so you're saying that socks are obviously very useful for sock puppets, but yes. that still doesn't explain, like, because that's not what they're. We're told they're for feet. So you've already said that it's not what we, you know, a, a sock sort of sneaking into our lives disguised as some sort of like foot hat, foot foot comfort blanket, and then, aha, I'm for your hands. Like that feels a bit dishonest to me. That's true. It's traveling all the way up. Is a, is a balaclava a sock? Oh, goodness. It could Very be, couldn't possibly. it? Yeah. With holes in, obviously, because you, yeah. Like if you just, if it, if it was just a sock, then you wouldn't be able to see or no, or, or eat anything and you'd, you'd probably bump into a lot of walls. You would, yeah. But but the snock, the snock, the, the sock, snock. the snock. 
What's a snock? <laughs> What's the deal with snocks? What's That's what that? I want to know. These <gasps> snocks and they're just turning up, pretending to be socks, but actually some sort of evil alien living on your foot. A snock yeah. sounds evil, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Beware, Beware of the, the snock. Oh, <gasps> yeah. I'd be terrified by the snocks, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you'd defeat snocks. Probably some sort of stinky foot spray. Yes, yeah. The stinky feet repel them. So actually, the stinkier, the better. You know how there was always this thing with knits, the knits only like clean hair? Mm. Well, the snock only likes clean feet. So actually, right. always have clean hair and dirty <laughs> feet. <laughs> yeah, that makes... Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, no, you have to have dirty... Isn't it dirty hair? Because I thought knits didn't like dirty hair. They like clean hair, don't they? Oh, or they... do they like dirty hair? I mean, just uh, what, what I'm learning from this is knits and snocks are really fussy. <gasps> and and frankly, you know, I think they, they should have what they get given, you know, because yeah. I, I haven't got time to wash my hair like 12 times a day just to like please the knits. No. You know? And I'm starting if, to wonder... Know, if, if, I'm, if I'm giving them a home on my head, they should respect the hospitality of, of my hair, whatever state it's in. I feel it's a bit rude, you know? It is a bit rude, you're right. And it's starting to make me think that maybe the snock and knits are in cahoots and they mm. form some kind of gang and they're taking you over, one from the top of your body, the other from the bottom, and they'll meet in the middle somewhere, and they'll, they will cause havoc with your belly button one day. Havoc. Wow. Do you think they join up with, like, the belly button fluff? Is oh, that yeah. That's what they're after. That's yeah. that's the snock and the knit crown jewels. Yeah. Is the fluff sense. in your belly button. So maybe So you should put cheesy puff crisp yes. stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then you'll know. Yeah. Well also recite it won't be clean then. So that'll keep them away. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll always have a snack in your in your belly button. Yeah, a snack to fight off the snocks. Yeah. Wow, which is very close to snacks. I mean, this is, I feel like we're uncovering a whole, like, sort of worldwide conspiracy thing that I don't, you know, think anyone knew existed until right now. This, no. is, this is pretty impressive. It is. But this is a yeah. great podcast because your listeners are learning a lot and a mm. lot of things that will, will help them get through life and survive and thrive. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, albeit with very stinky feet and stinky hair and weird cheesy puff dust all around their belly but i but i think it's still yes. surviving isn't it oh. still that's that's the best yeah bit, it doesn't so. matter how yeah. you smell or how you look as long as you're surviving that's the that's, that's the it. aim of the yeah. game yeah absolutely yeah and have snacks in your, your belly button so yeah i think it's right but i, I mean look I, I feel like we've we've gone slightly on a tangent oh. here obviously it's very important that we inform listeners about snocks and knits and and protect your belly button fluff that's that's obvious i don't even need to say that's obvious it's important they know that yeah but s's what is the deal with socks was it with socks? like we know about the snocks what about the socks like what is the and i should also i you know i feel i should say here because I do think like Baldwin is asking like what is the deal with socks as a thing, not mm-hmm. just like because there's a shop near me where you can get two like I think it's three three pairs of socks for the price of two, and that's the deal with socks there. Oh, but I don't know if he's asking like what's I don't know if Baldwin's hoping to buy socks from us and is asking what our deal with socks. Uh, I hope not because we don't sell socks on this podcast. So, I, like I said, you know, I, I'm trying to stop people from knitting. So I don't get a stitch anymore. So actually, this is, yeah, I, I can't be 
selling socks while telling people to not knit socks. Um, it, it's giving out loads of, of conflicting messages. Um, yeah. The thing with socks, I get, is it is it because shoes and feet have fallen out? Oh. So the sock then is some kind of barrier to stop them from quarreling. So anyone who has a sibling, you know, or friends, you know, sometimes adults will have to separate them um, either with their arm or a broom or with a wall um, or, you know, sometimes you'll put one child in the bath and the other child on the roof just to get some distance between them. Is that what the sock is? Is it some kind of barrier between the feet and the shoes? Because historically, feet and shoes have hated one another. Wow, maybe. I mean, but but it's a very delicate thing mm. because you could, as you say, put one, you could put your foot in the bath and a shoe on the roof, you know, and, and that yeah. would that would sort it out. But then I suppose that won't help you go into the shops if you've got to stay in the bath yeah. and your shoe's got to stay on the roof. Like, what do you... You still have what to go you... about your day. This is the yeah. thing, yeah. So so having that sock then that is always going to be... And it feels a little bit like the foot has conceded to be the one who has to wear the sock. So it makes me feel like maybe the, the foot was the, the worst quarreler out of both of them. So they were both quarreling, but the, the, sh- the, sorry, the foot was the instigator and started the quarrelling. So they then have to wear the sock. So the shoe doesn't, you know, it's not attached to the sock in any way. So, that, so the shoe was, sense, yeah, so yeah. when the shoe's off the foot, the shoe can go about its day. You know, it's independent. But with the foot, the sock is still on there. But the, And that's the punishment that was given to yeah, the foot. Yeah, and, it's, and I, I feel sorry for shoes because, like you say, the shoes can do what they like until someone puts their foot in it and then it's like, you're going where I'm going. Yeah. And that's that's not very nice. No, you know, you might as a shoe. If you were a shoe, you have, might have a whole day planned. Yeah, you might be like, I'm going to go to the zoo, and they're going to go to the park, and then suddenly, a person's like, No, I'm wearing you today, and we're going to go to I don't know, like the place where people stare at boring paint or something. You know, like yeah. where people like I don't know, just like look at a window or something. I don't yeah. know what boring people do. Look at a shed or something. Yeah. You know, it'd be rubbish, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be rubbish. And, and you know, and as we know, if you have a friend or a sibling, when you quarrel, someone started it. So neither of you should be quarreling. You know, the, the one who started the quarreling shouldn't have started it. And the other person shouldn't be carrying on with the quarrel and answering back. So they're both in the wrong, but, but someone started it. And that someone in this situation is the foot. Wow. Feet have got a lot to answer Mm. for, really. I mean, that is obviously now they're at threat from the snocks and that's a whole different thing. It's starting to make me think that actually maybe maybe the snock should get them. Maybe the the feet have, have been too bad for too long and the snock should just obliterate them completely. Well, do you know, in a way, because if they did that, then at least socks could continue with their real passion, you know, and and their hobby that they love, which is being a a sock puppet on on a hand. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's what we all want for the sock is a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to throw a a small spanner into the works here. (gasps) I just I, I don't know. 
I, I don't I don't you know you don't need to reveal what your so- current sock situation is as we talk but I am I am at home mm-hmm. and I am currently wearing socks but I'm not wearing my shoes am I am I do, is this a terrible thing should I only wear socks when I've then got to put shoes on or is it you know yeah be- um, because your shoes are off having the time of their life at the moment because they're no yeah. longer stuck with the the sock and the and the foot but is my sock now doing overtime? Like, is am I punishing the sock? Because, you know, the sock's like, hey, I need to get off this shift so that I can then become a sock puppet for my, my evening gigs that I really enjoy. Am I now doing... Because I suddenly feel... Get, I was thinking, wow, my toes are really toasty warm. This is really nice because it's a bit horrible cold mm-hmm. outside. But now, after this conversation, I'm worried that maybe I'm the bad guy because I've, I'm making the socks work harder than they need to. But then at least you know where they are and you know that they are nowhere near your belly button fluff. So they can't be snocks, yeah. So you at least That's you true. know that. You have that peace of mind. Yeah. Whereas I'm currently wearing slippers without socks and so my snocks, my snocks and socks could be getting up to all sorts around my midriff. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. And, and should slippers without socks, that's okay? Um, they're an open-toed slipper, mm. which for for anyone who doesn't like feet, um, it will probably they will probably be vomiting right now at the thought of it. That but, does happen a lot. I get a lot of yeah. Saying, uh, you've said the word feet, and now that's it. They're just going to be bleh, bleh, just yeah. endlessly. But that's fine. You know, that's yeah. you know. Sorry, they've got to they've got to learn. They yeah. do. Um, so yeah, so the slippers they're like warm, but they're they're airy. Um, but yeah, so it does mean that my socks are redundant currently. And yeah, I mean, the devil makes work for idle hands. The snock makes work for idle socks. Maybe. Wow. wow. That's, I mean, that's the phrase and that's the ancient phrase that's been written in all the many the books proverb. throughout time. Yeah. And- yeah. Yeah. So that does that does make sense. Yeah. And I think it's interesting as well. You talk about other foot because you know there's there's um there's there's sliders, and I think they're called that because they can like they're not upset with your foot because they can kind of slide off and do what they like. And and mm. if anyone knows you you move your foot too suddenly, they'll just be like, I'm off. I'm off. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. I've flown off into that person's face over there or wherever you, you've kicked sure. them. Um, flip flops are called that because they do just flip and and fall off. And you know, so they've they've got a bit of a life of their own. Whereas yeah. shoes are. You know, you, you tie them on and that can be yeah. really mean. Yeah, but yeah. then, you know, punishment, where punishment is due. Yeah, yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Fair. Well, so I suppose that is that is the deal. with The socks really are like the kind of peacekeepers between the, the foot and the shoe. And, yeah. and without them, I mean, I dread to think, I dread to think how we'd ever go anywhere or, or you know, or the, or the wars that would happen on our feet. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're the peacekeepers, definitely. Mm. Well, I like it. I like the feet. The feet keep the feet keepers. It doesn't quite work, but it, maybe that's what we should be. Yeah, that sounds quite the nice. Peace, the peace feeters. The peace feeters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's near. It's nearly. I. I feel like socks. Can you get it? Can you let us know what title you yeah. want to have? Oh yeah, because I wouldn't want to be using the wrong title and annoying them. I would rather they tell That's us it. what they'd like to be called and yeah and then Yeah. Well, what's what's uh, your sock puppet when 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 you have been sort of privy to a performance by a sock puppet? What's what have they been called? They tend to be nameless. Mm. Because I don't like my kids getting too attached to them. 
Sure. Um, because, you know, I, I, at some point I will stop bringing out the sock puppet and it will be more upsetting for them if they they have a name for them. It's like with pets, sure. you know, never name your pets mm. because, you know, sure. when they when they run away or go and live in the fields with the coughing sheep, um, yeah, the kids will be upset because they named them. Same same with the sock yeah. puppet. It's better not to. It's better to just point it. It's, it's what I always think that was like just dog cat yeah where's hamster yeah you know that yeah it's, it's always better to just name or name them by number it's always quite good as well yeah exactly yeah, it's quite or some sort of like code like a um like a barcode system or something it's always very good yeah yeah and no, i just wondered if sort of public ever so you know if you ever had one and they were like hello i'm jeffrey and you're like oh, well i've got to call it jeffrey from that's that's what it wants to, it doesn't want to be a, a peace feeter it wants to be a jeffrey and yeah that's... there's too much emotion tied to that yeah, like no let's not go there understandable well i should say bodwin if you're out there and you know what socks would prefer to be called do get in touch and let us know. i mean i assume he doesn't because he doesn't even know what the deal with socks is and, and this has been a whole learning experience for him yeah i hope maybe now he can at least understand why he's got to wear them hopefully okay. yeah yeah or maybe it's it's just given him more questions I doubt it. I'm pretty sure that okay. this podcast sews everything up nicely oh, and, good. and ties good. up all loose ends. And I, I, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone who's ever listened to any episode of this ever walked away and thought that hasn't quite solved everything. I, I'm pretty sure we've solved everything in, in the universe up until the next question, which will be on the next episode. So, Great. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm really like it feels like I've achieved something today. You have. Thank you. You absolutely have. Yeah. I mean, as well as obviously the, the dodging horses and and you know. Yeah. You should probably, you know what you should do? You should probably celebrate by feeding your face. <gasps> that would make my face so happy. But my, yeah. but my belly is still full. So, yeah, I, I, I don't want to anger the belly. I don't. No, that's, could you, could you sort of lie on your side and just push food, <gasps> like, into your face, but then you wouldn't actually swallow it, like, it wouldn't go down? So we would just lie in, in my throat on the side. Yeah. Like, it, it might go into my shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Like a hold, a holding, way. holding place there. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try nice. that. I'll try that once we've we've finished here. Thank you. Great, great. Well, no, thank you, thank you, Essex, uh, for coming on the show and for answering that bit. That was a big question, and uh, yeah. you were the person I knew that had to uh, had to answer. Thank it. you. That's great. Cool. Well, no, thanks for coming on, and 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 good luck with with feeding your face. Uh, good luck with 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 snocks. Good luck with coughing sheep. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in your life. I, I sort of, I was going to ask you what you're up to next, but we already know feeding your face and, and I don't know, avoiding horses probably. Yeah, and, and trying not to steal anyone's teapot again from the, the fair. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, hey, they dropped it. So they, yeah. Finders keepers. Yeah. Thanks so much to Essex for that superb answer. And I hope, Bodwin, that you now know exactly what the deal with socks is. Don't forget that if you have a question you need answering or you just want to send in a joke, tell me about fireworks or socks or anything you like, really, then get your nearest exasperated spam flumps, sorry, um, grown-ups, to help you email all of that to us here at cc4khq on podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And do also check our website, comedyclubforkids.co.uk, to see when we're doing live comedy shows near you as well. Or in fact, just see when we're doing shows really far away from you, which is probably more likely uh, if you're in the US with an accent. Um, I'm off to do a proper guy for celebration where I fail to like anything and I just eat a potato or five. Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents.
nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. It's the end.